0: It is the final regular season edition of Sunday Bloody Sunday here on the ESPN College Football YouTube channel. I am Matt Berry. Cheers to everyone who got a win over their rival yesterday. Uh, Rivalry Saturday always invokes hate. Uh, People yelling and screaming at each other. It's probably the most passionate day of the college football season, Um, and that's saying a lot in the sport of college football. We had the game early on in Michigan, beating Ohio State for the third consecutive year, I believe, for the first time since the mid-'90s. Uh, Jim Harbaugh not on the sidelines, Jim Harbaugh watching, and Jim Harbaugh now back with his team as Michigan goes back to the Big Ten championship game and likely the college football playoff for the third consecutive year. And the sentiment around Michigan this morning to see I told you so, and they've been one of the most dominant football teams throughout the season, that hasn't changed. And now they have firmly put themselves in position to make an argument for the number one spot in the country. I think they'll come in at number two. but Michigan. As they have been, look, their schedule was always backloaded. They hadn't played anybody really through the first two-thirds of the season, really. And then finally at the end, they were able to get Penn State. They beat them. They were able to beat Ohio State again. They dominated their lesser opponents. And I think the argument is shut on Michigan about being a team that deserves – that's not even a, a question anymore. They are going to be in the college football playoff. The question is, is the the national sentiment around them and Jim Harbaugh with the sign-stealing scandal. It's really been a – if you're a Michigan fan, it's had to have been a taxing season. If you're Jim Harbaugh, all of this going on, still finding a way to win the football games and doing so in dominating fashion. And if I'm any of the teams that make the college football playoff, Michigan's the one team I don't want to play because they seem to be on a mission to prove people wrong, and they've done that now for 12 games, and they will get the 13th opportunity – Against Iowa in the Big Ten championship. So Michigan goes on to win. Ryan Day now, one and three in his career against Michigan. I know what people are saying about him. He can't win the big game. He's got to go, but the, he's 55 and four against every other team. He's one and three against Michigan. So that means he's got one loss in on that 54 and 55 and four record that's not against Michigan. And I know that's how you judge this head coach of Ohio State. I get it we talked about that with the recap on Feinbaum regarding the Jimbo Fisher and Mark Stoops debacle. You can't, if you, if you're going to get rid of your guy, you had better make sure there's someone better. And in Ohio state's case, who are you going to get better than Ryan day? I mean, I'm sure they're going to scream at the the video and say, well, there's a million people that want to coach at Ohio state. I get that. And I get it's day after passion, but Ohio state's program is healthy. There's talent. They're running into an era in a period where Jim Harbaugh just has Michigan a little bit better. I think Ohio State's still one of the top programs in the country, barring chaos. I mean, they could still get in if there's chaos. And so the day after, fans' emotions are still very raw the morning after a rivalry Saturday, and we're seeing that with Ohio State, and we're seeing that with Florida State. I'm going to cheers Florida State fans this morning on Sunday Bloody Sunday for your passion and your dedication to your school I'm going to address this head on with what I put out there saying that Florida state is not a top four team without Jordan Travis. That was the statement. It's what I said that Florida state with Tate Rodemaker is not a top four team. I have been on every medium throughout the season talking about how I believe Florida state is one of the most talented teams in the country. They've got a dominant defense. They've got skilled players coming from everywhere. They were a perfect 12-0. They are a really, 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 really good football team. And with Jordan Travis, a top four football team. But you can't sit here and tell me, even the most diehard Florida State fan, this isn't an indictment on the program. This isn't an indictment on what you've accomplished this year. You're 12-0. and 0. You're likely going to be ACC champions. This is not an indictment against that. It is merely a fact, and it is merely a fact. Period. That without your most valuable player, and Jordan Travis, who makes this thing go, without him, you are they are not as good of a football team. There's, that's it. That's the that's the statement. Not as good without Jordan Travis. Not an elite team without your MVP. And Florida State, they, they just all over the place thinking that I'm anti-Florida State. I'm not. I'm not anti-Florida State. I'm just pro-facts that without him, they're not as good. Would you take that team without Jordan Travis and put them up against Oregon? Who, by the way, I think Oregon's going to win the Pac-12 championship and be in the playoff. Would you put them up against Georgia with Tate Rodemaker? Would you put them up against Alabama with Tate Rodemaker? And I'm not knocking the kid. He's just not what Jordan Travis means to this team. And so to put the Florida State thing to bed, I'm not saying they're not a dominant football program. I'm not saying they weren't a top four team. But when any team loses their most valuable player, you're not as good. Let's go to the NFL. What if the Dolphins lost Tua? What if the Cowboys lost Dak? What if we're seeing Cincinnati loses Joe Burrow? Lamar Jackson for the Ravens, Brock Purdy for the, like, it's just a fact in sports. If you have a franchise quarterback and he is no longer there, you are not going to be as good of a team. This doesn't take away your 12 wins for the season. It's not going to take away your ACC championship. It is just a statement of fact that you're not as good. And so look, go beat Louisville. Go beat Louisville in the ACC championship. People are coming at me. What about Cardell Jones and Ohio State? Yeah, that's true. But Cardell Jones went and beat Wisconsin. I forget what, it was like 56. They beat him by 100 points in the Big Ten championship. If Tate Rodemaker and Florida State go into the ACC game and route Louisville, they deserve to be in. Throw Florida State into the college football playoff, 13 our record, dominated performance in the ACC championship, and go prove to everyone – Me, of course, that you're one of the four best teams in the country because I can't wait to watch. But this vitriol over a statement about a starting quarterback, and I guess that's what I love about college football, and that's why I started off by cheersing Florida State fans for loving their team so much. I get it. You got to defend yourself, and you're doing a very good job of it. But let's let this thing play out because with the chaos that's coming in the college football playoff between Friday, I think the Pac-12 champion's in. Could Oklahoma State upset Texas? Maybe. I don't see it. So there's going to be a conversation. They have to have. Florida State fans have to have Georgia win that game against Alabama because if Alabama wins, I just don't see any way the committee keeps both keeps Georgia out. They're not going to keep the SEC champion out. Then they have the argument with Texas going head-to-head. We know Michigan's getting in the college football playoff because they've got Iowa in the Big Ten. So things are out there. Things are out there to have this happen. It'll just be interesting to see how the committee views Florida state without their most valuable player. Then that's it. There's no agenda against Florida state. No one at ESPN is openly rooting against Florida state. The fact of the matter is your MVP was up in a suite watching you beat Florida after having surgery on his leg. That's it. And so I can't wait to see how this finishes out. And I hope, look, For the Florida State fans, you've had a great season. You've got as much talent as anyone in the country. I hope you get in. I really do. Get in, end a magical run with a backup quarterback, and what a better story you could have in college football. That's what makes the sport great. And so final weekend between that and the Iron Bowl and the Isaiah Bond catch that'll live in Alabama history, which is saying something in that game. I can't remember a weekend where you come out and there are so many storylines headed into championship weekend. And so the, the stage is set. Go through this one more time Oregon and Washington in the Pac 12, Alabama and Georgia in the SEC, Florida State, Louisville in the ACC, Texas, Oklahoma State in the Pac 12, Michigan and Iowa in the Big Ten. All that dust settles. Sunday, December 4th, the committee will reach their verdict. And I promise you, barring any chalk, There will be a fan base come next Sunday that's even angrier than Florida State is at me now that their team got left out. But again, that's the beauty of the sport. So cheers to you, your team, whether you love me, whether you hate me, whether you love your rival, whether you hate your rival. Here's one thing we can all agree on. This has been the best sport on the planet again this season, and we will be here next Sunday for another Sunday Bloody Sunday and an initial rankings recap when the final college football playoff poll is put out. Until then, go have like four of these on Sunday Bloody Sunday.